So about yesterday, I find myself uh, catching up with an old friend at IHOP, and we just reminisce, talk about the good old days in the 90s. And as usual, Paul speaks his mind and says some really crazy shit. So (laughs) the things he says are so crazy, it makes me wonder, how, how has he not gotten arrested? How has he not been kicked out of like the restaurant yet? And then I was quickly reminded that we live in a country where our First Amendment is freedom of speech. But in 2018, those rights weren't afforded to Kevin Hart, who had to step down as an Oscar host for tweets he made almost a decade before uh, he was asked to host the, the program. But it's not just Kevin Hart. It's most of Hollywood whose back is against the wall for speaking their mind. Are we really free with our speech or is that canceled too? What's going on, you guys? This is Chance from So About Yesterday, and we are back in the building. I'm here with Sarah, and I'm here with Jonathan. How are you guys doing this week? Hi, good. Great. Good, good, great. good. Great, great, great. Jonathan, have you seen any new movies, music? What have you been up to? What's been going on? Um, I've been trying to keep busy and stuff like that. I've been working good. out a lot. I've been hitting okay. the gym hard. I've been... Uh, Shouting out a lot of people on Instagram about like keep on that positive attitude of you know what I mean just keep on working hard. And Jonathan uh, is actually about that life, by the way. Yeah. Um, tell them how you lost like a thousand pounds. Shit, I was two hundred and fifty pounds. I actually weighed myself the other day, and when I say the other day, yesterday it was one seventy wow. from two fifty to yeah, one seventy within probably five to six months. Respect. I, I gotta follow your regimen. I gotta. You had to be my personal trainer. I, I, t- I said something to him yesterday. Funny thing is, and he acted like he didn't hear me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, it's crazy because if you don't know Jonathan, Jonathan actually has a dog. Uh, his name is Mafia. Good, good guy. But he has like a six pack abs. His, his, his freaking dog <laughs> yeah. is in significantly He's better like, shape than me. Yeah. And he's just like so awesome and so laid back. But also, also, you came over the other day, and what were we working on? We're working on some future mm. projects that have yet to be announced, uh, but it's kind of like some top secret stuff. Top secret. I'd much rather Ooh, that we, yeah, I'd much rather that we have something to kind of share with the audience. So then when we say it, then they can kind of click on the link in the description box below and and kind of give their two cents on how they feel about stuff. Kind of like it's an equivalency of what? Did, are you a Logic fan at all? Yeah, he's good. I love Logic. So did you hear this? Uh, all right. So you heard his album uh, "Under Pressure," and he was, and then Thalia was saying coming out with a single without a finished album is like coming out with a movie, coming out with a preview for a movie that's not even finished or something like that. that. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, anyway, we'll tell you more about it later on. Um, by the way, that kink, <laughs> that kink preview. <laughs> had a lot of people's heads turned and I had a lot of explaining uh, yeah. my job. 
It's like, oh, yeah, I want to yeah. subscribe to your podcast. Few people said that. Yeah, it's just like, yes, yeah, so I have a podcast. It's like, really? Let's listen to it. And then the kink preview comes on. And then immediately they have to turn it off. And then it was just kind of crazy. Hey, shout out to my crazy, uh, aunt uh, who's Sarah, in been? her late 60s yeah. and loved all three of our kink episodes. So she actually said, uh, it must be really hard out there for dating nowadays. So I was like, yes. Mm. It's, it definitely that's, is. That's, Thanks for that's <laughs> respecting so the game, about, Aunt Diane. No. <laughs> I'm doing How good. You doing? Uh, I'm doing uh, all right. Yeah. Yes. No, not bad week. Um, it was your birthday My birthday weekend, weekend was lovely. Yes. Um, she turned 50. Yes. Congratulations. I was going at 25, uh, but actually I turned 31. So. 31 year old lady. I need you to get your AARP card. My mom has one. I can ride off of it. Because then we get discounts. I'm. <laughs> Touche, but can't have enough. I'm a AARP student, cards. though. I'm telling you. I can't I'm a student. I can get good discounts all over yeah, the But not on like airline flights and not on like IHOP and not on other. Look, I've been doing my research, y'all. I'm very motivated to make it past like my 60s so I can like live in the laps of luxury. Um, I mean, thanks to AARP. This is not absol- what of AR- absolutely. I would love to be R- an old yeah, person. Yeah, like I can just R- say whatever I want and right. do whatever I feel. But exactly. not for the AARP discount. Can do whatever they say whatever they want. Uh, no offense okay. to your well, you know dreams and wishes. I'm just saying like I think there's other ones out way, there, man. Only people who can get away with yeah, say absolutely. anything. They're mm. the only ones who can say anything and be like, yeah, oh, he's he has old. some clout. Right. He's and old. I'm so does glad you guys are saying that. Does because he that's dementia? A great doesn't he? Segue into what this episode is all about, which is freedom of speech. So when it comes to saying outlandish things, especially when you're an old little geezer or old wise individual, <laughs> um, they say a lot of like outlandish things. So what is the most outlandish things before we ask about other people? What is the most outlandish thing you've actually said yourself? Mm. It could be from your childhood. It could be something at work. It could be, you know. In a, like, uh, just in general, like a, someone was super offended? Yeah. Or. Well, yeah, some, something you said where you're like, in the moment, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you thought about it and you're just like, oh. You want me to be real? Yeah. Can I be real honest? That's what, that's what this is all okay. about. So, understand the way I was raised and the area I was raised in. You say, you could probably bleep it out, but you say the N-word a lot. I'm not going to say it on here because then people may take offense to it and stuff like that. But it's not in a derogatory manner. It's just like, yo, what's good, man? You know what I mean? Like, you say that, and sometimes you probably catch me saying it on the show. Because I'm so used to being naturally saying that with the, the people I'm around. But now... Think about it. I went with I went out with the next girlfriend. Went to a Christmas party with her, and I had a few drinks in me. So you you normally when I'm out and about with a, a other people, you don't you don't talk like I don't talk like that. I, I give in my my customer voice or Hi, I'm Jonathan. Hi, nice you know, this you. is Jonathan. Thank you for calling this place. Yeah. Right. And then I'm out. And I'm having more than a few drinks, and now Jr. comes out. <laughs> Uh, like so I started like getting loud and and I, I'm getting loud and I'm talking with people, people taking shots for me and I'm like, yo, what's going on? And everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy mm. because you got to understand it's a corporate setting for them. You get what I'm saying? So at certain places you shouldn't say that 
Yes, I don't, I'm not, I wasn't working there, but she works there. She gave me a face and like, oh. And I started talking the way I talk. Mm. And when I say talk, like I start talking about, yo, hanging out on the street. Not hanging out on the street. It's not like I hang out on the street. But like hanging out at the corner, like, you know what I mean? I'll go to the 2-4, the 24-hour store and shit like that. And I, the way I'm talking to you right now, I'll say fuck and bitch and shit like, I'll say a bunch of curse words, but it'll always follow up with my name. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so used to saying that because I was raised around that. It never been, like, in a derogatory manner. But understand, people see it that way when they're not used to, like, being raised in an area like that. And the way the world looks at things now. You understand? The way the world looks at things, it's like they, they feel as though it's... It's, I'm um, trying to use it to... To, like hurt somebody's feelings and it's not it was just the way we spoke how we that's how i spoke so what's your authentic self what is what is your truth because i mean you're saying when you were inebriated then the you, jr and people say that that's true yeah, like, dr- yeah that's so, your I mean, dr- uh, that's when you're drunk it's uh sober man's th- thoughts what the fuck is it called? so essentially you're it's- exercising your freedom of speech yeah. And because it was frowned upon. Right. So okay, so <laughs> we'll get back to that. I, I know it was frowned upon. It's yeah. it's not a right place to say. I don't think it you ever say it out of hate. Though. Is, like, I think it's like it's a, it's like I it's don't. peppered into your conversation, but normally it's because you mean it in like a what? uh camaraderie sense. Uh, like uh, and it's almost like yeah. the the F word, like you're just kind of like splicing it in and it has different Connotations, but I and I'm, I'm aware of well, you know the the history of the word, and maybe not uh, like being okay to use the word. So it's just I think uh, I always think back to um, uh, Childish Gambino too when he says like using it with a hard R. Yeah, with a hard. So R. I, I think like yeah. some there's a big <laughs> yeah. difference between saying with an ER and an A in my opinion, but I I don't have the right to have any opinion on it because uh, I'm not black. So. That's no, my. I, that's how I, I feel. No, I guess. I, here's my thing. I feel like being the black person in the group. Um, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to the N word, this is where I come from. This is how I feel. Does this it bother gonna, you? At well, when I say it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. And here, here's why I'm going to say that. This is this is going to piss off a lot of people. I don't care. But this is my truth. At the end of the day. I know who I am. I know my name is not nigger. My name is Clifton. I know that, you know, when people call you out of your name, if you respond to it, then that's what, you know, they want. That's what, you know, they want. So the, the way that I kind of compare the nigger situation or nigger situation um, is I was, I went to Morehouse College, which is an all-male college. And right next door was Spelman College, which is an all-female college. Anyway, at this all-female college at Spelman, you had a bunch of fem- feminists, pro-feminists. They were like, respect the women, open up doors, do this, do that. But then I see them at like a, a house party and they're dancing to songs that say yep. bitches, 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 hoes, hoes, hoes. So I talked to somebody who was actually a leader of one of those campus groups. And I said, so how are you going to go around and tell people be mindful of what you say and how you treat a woman, but you're dancing to the thing 
that you feel disrespected by? And the number one answer that I got, not just from the leader, but other people, because I did my own little survey, was, ain't talking about me. I ain't a bitch. Ain't talking about me. So when when they talk about the N-word, like nigga this, nigga that, at the end of the day, I will either A, number one, if I know that you are a person of ill intent, then of course, if you say the N-word, I'm going to ignore you because I'm not going to act like a stereotype just to kind of, you know, kind of feed your imagination. But when I, when I hear the N-word, I'm like, okay, it's not me. I don't answer that. That's not who I am. I understand the power of it. But when you understand the power of it, to really drive it home and try to speak your piece, how dare you fucking say the N-word? How, sometimes it gets to a point where people just don't get it. You can explain and give all this Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King history and talk about say this, say that, but if the individual is saying it, they are, I would hope, consciously saying that with ill intent or non-ill intent. Now, I will say that when it comes to you, Jonathan, you are what I consider a minority. You are not a white male. You are a Latina male who grew Latina. up in an environment where... You grew up in an environment where your comrades in your community was that of other people of color, whether it might be of Latina descent, uh, uh, African-American descent, shit, even Chinese descent. But I'm yeah. just saying Actually, yeah. that when you are a minority, there's this kind of like little sisterhood of traveling pants. It's kind of like this little <laughs> underground thing. It's kind of like whenever... It's, yeah, it's like whenever I walk around and I like nod my head to black folks, even people I don't know, yeah. and they nod back at me, it's kind of like, yeah. 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 Like I, so it's kind of like I acknowledge you. Yep. So whenever you say the N-word or whatever, I know who you are, and I know that many times you can be very niggardly. And yeah. niggardly, let me keep in mind, means cheap. It can mean other things, but I'm just saying yeah. that Home you give team. words power. You have to be knowledgeable yeah. and very educated of what you're talking about. And as a man of color... I am very aware of the history of that word, but I know that the history is not defined by the epitaphs and the re- and the disrespect that's given to people. And I like, don't use that word now. Now it's funny because it, it used to be right. thrown around so much. Now I realize that I look around when I catch myself saying it. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I'm why is that? Because how people take things sometimes now these days. Like I have to watch every single thing I say. Like it's gonna look in front. Like I'm gonna be frowned upon. Like all the time. Like any if I say anything that seems it used to be okay. I'm not saying it was okay, but it was just the norm to say to to around the neighborhood and stuff to each other. Now has become the thing where the fuck he just say that word around me you understand like do they understand the neighbor like they I, I don't realize that or i don't think people realize the neighborhood i grew up in or the people i grew up around and stuff like that that was just a norm you hear it in right. music you hear it in stuff the stuff i was raised you know what right. i mean but that's that's just that and i realize now that uh, i'm worrisome of how i'm looked at now when i use these words mm. or how i speak so now I, I step back and I like, even though I'm inebriated at times, I catch myself now a lot more like, oh, my, uh, my dude, I try to replace it with other things. Right, my guy, you, if you hear me say, you know, I say that. And it's not me being like sarcastic when I say right. my guy, but it's just I'm trying to replace 
that word now because I understand how much people feel Bloody offended pal. by it. But enough about that. Yes, Sarah. So what's Sarah. the most out- the most please uh, chime in? What was it? I mean, outlandish thing. Our most outlandish thing you have said. Mm. Or something you said, and at the moment you thought it was cool, and then you looked back and you realized, nah, I shouldn't have said that. Um, I, I'm sitting here like thinking about it, and I can't think of a. Sorry about my dog barking in the background. They can't get up. Um, if if I sat here and thought about it, I can't think of a thing that I said like point blank to someone that may have been like straight up offensive. Um, but. I can think of a time that I retaliated uh, at something that was said to me and I shouldn't have because I could I could have been in, put myself in a lot of trouble. Um, and this kind of goes uh, directly back to the fact that uh, I just quit smoking. Um, so I quit smoking for about a year or so. Um maybe a year ago at this point. Um, And about a year or so ago, um, I had gone, I know, I literally just paused it to yell at my dog. So sorry, I'm rambling. Um, Essentially, I was out at a bar. Um, It it was for some like, it was again, like a work party thing. And, um, we're walking in downtown Detroit and these guys I had like left my purse um, at the other bar and it was literally like two stores away so I was like oh, I'm gonna go grab my purse really quick I'll come right back to this bar and they're like cool so I uh, walked back to the last bar and I grabbed my purse and I'm walking back to the one that they're at and the guys behind me there's like two or three dudes that were behind me And they were like, they're like, hey, nice glasses. Like, they were clearly shit-faced. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then they were like, ooh, like, nice glasses, Einstein. Like, some stupid shit that, like, someone in high school would say. And I was like, thanks. (laughs) Like, you're an idiot. Um, So I just kept walking, and they just kept saying, like, stupid juvenile shit. And I just said, like, I mumbled, like, shut the fuck up. Like, and just kept walking, and then I went into the bar. So, maybe, like, 20 minutes goes by, and we're, like, walking out of the one we were in. Um, and my friend and I were standing, uh, maybe, like, two friends and I were standing at the corner um, waiting for another person we were with to go get the car. And this car rolls by us, and it's the three dudes that have been behind me. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I knew, like, it was those guys that had been, like you know, cheese it on me. So I was like, oh my God, this is going to be annoying. So they roll up and they're like laughing. And the one guy in the back goes, you know, you'd be really pretty if you weren't so fat. And I got, yeah, I got rage, like blackout rage, angry. And that was offensive to That was like blatant, like offensive to me. Like, I don't care about my glasses, like whatever. But that just like cut to the core of my self-esteem and I literally like I, I mean I knew what was going on but I don't know if you ever like blackout angered but I like just stopped and they kept laughing and I was like I swear to god if you don't get this car out of here like I'm gonna destroy it like I was about to like 
do some kung fu shit and kick their side mirror off. I was like, I will, I, I'll do, I'll key your car. I don't care. And so they sped off because I like, I looked like I was gonna murder them. Um, but that's when wow. I had started smoking again because I was our DD for the night, and I like, I couldn't, you know, I, I tend when I get upset, I tend to like hook on to something um, that you know makes me feel better. I guess either smoking or drinking or whatever, um, just to like, eh, for lack of a better word, like numb the pain. And I couldn't drink. So I was, uh, my friend had cigarettes and I was like, give me your pack of cigarettes. And I just smoked like half of a pack to like not destroy wow. something. Um, and then I started smoking again for a year. But at this point, I'm four days without Jesus. cigarettes, which is great. Uh, but that was probably the most offensive thing ever anyone said to me. Um, I, I've been bullied, so I've had some pretty offensive shit said to me, but like that angered me so hard. And I, those guys could have, those guys could have pulled out a gun and shot me, though. I was in okay. Detroit. I could have said I was yeah, going to fuck right. up their car, and they could have been shit. like, yeah, right, you are, and like popped a gun out. So I like, scary. I wasn't thinking, it was but, stupid of me to like say, you know, get out of here and that sucks because it's like it was okay for them to say what the fuck they want to say yeah. but and then if you but I have to openly be, say something they'd be like oh what yeah. the fuck is I have it? to be careful yeah. because I'm a watch. woman or like they could have a piece on them like you don't you don't know the right. repercussions right. that could happen I could have pulled no out a gun I mean I don't have a gun yeah. but like on their end they should have been concerned with messing with me you know like, <laughs> I know it's like three dudes but I also had people with me too so I think that's why it was a little bit more um blunt and less cautious than I usually am like if I was by myself that's why when I was walking by myself like I didn't turn around and say like shut up I just mumbled it and you keep going right like I've been in New York like you see wow. a crazy person on drugs you're not gonna go up to them and be like you all right buddy like you're just gonna keep looking at the ground and keep walking right but if you have like Facts. you know safety in numbers you feel a little bit more that's confident true. to say something right. that's yeah. understandable that's 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 a really shitty situation to go through, but I think I can top your shittiness um, when it comes to the most outlandish shit that I've yeah. said to somebody. Uh, when I was in high school, I was doing track. I did shot put in discus, discus, shot put in discus because I didn't enjoy running and I thought I could just do this sport and throw Me shit either. and not have to run. Boy, was I wrong! But anyway, I had a meet at this college called Gallaudet University. And I had no idea what that college was. But anyway, meets run for like a couple hours. So if you do track, you know these things run for a while. Anyway, um, it's one of the home team's time to go up. And I'm like, hey, your time to go. And I'm like, dude, like, go. Like, my God, dude, are you fucking deaf? Let's fucking go. Right? And then one of my team members tapped me and said, hey, Chance, what the fuck are you saying? I told this guy to go. He's fucking ignoring me. This is fucking stupid. Like, I'm getting pissed. I'm like, look, I gotta go. I'm not gonna be stuck here for four hours for you to fucking throw a fucking heavy ass frisbee. He said, Chance, do you know where we're at? I'm like, yes, Gallaudet University. Do you know what they do here? No, they fucking teach assholes who don't wanna listen. No, this is a school for the deaf. So I was like, oh, fuck. And I, <laughs> to this day, I think it was I, I feel like a, a dick, but it's a lesson. <laughs> Oh my god! The most outlandish shit I said is something that the poor guy. I think he could kind of like maybe he read your lips. But it was just, (laughs) yeah, he just kind of mean mugged me, and now I'm just kind of like looking back at it, like wow, maybe I shouldn't have 
done that. Did you think he was like, like disrespecting you by not saying anything or like, okay. Yes. <laughs> you were just yes, like, I, that's my pet peeve. I hate it when I talk to people and I'm not acknowledged. So if I say, Hey, you know, uh, do you mind doing this? If I don't get a verbal response, kind of like Siri mm-hmm. gives me or whatever, like, okay, I got it. Or cool. Then I feel like you're ignoring yeah. me and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's the most outlandish thing I've said. But ironically, he probably didn't hear it, but I guess he probably <laughs> knew. And anyway, that's going to bite me in the ass. But speaking of getting bit in the ass, because it seems like a lot of people on the internet have been voicing their opinions as if they did. Uh, my question is, is it just that we have a lot of sensitive people running the internet and disproportionately representing what the rest of the world feels? Because I was looking at a... Let me see. I was, I was looking at a... A Netflix movie. It was about this poor kid named Gabriel, and they were talking about this poor crime that happened to him. Anyway, uh, they were talking about how when social workers go around the neighborhood and they do census uh, to kind of get a better idea of what's going on in the neighborhoods, a majority of the time, uh, people of color or disproportionately um, represented because a majority of them that live in those environments mm. are people of color. So when they try to profile and try to predetermine if a crime is going to happen in a household or abuse, they take data that's extremely skewed and then use that to explain something such as kids that grew up in African American, African American kids that grew up in a household with this amount of money are more than likely to commit crimes. Well, that's because there's no white people around or Chinese people or Irish people or, or blue people around to like interview. So when we're talking about these issues that we mostly see on the internet, because I have yet to meet someone other than protesters in front of Capitol Hill who speak their minds as well and they protest against something, do you think that we're being trolled by the internet? Do you think that the internet trolls are, are misrepresenting what the rest of the world feels? Or do you think we live in a culture once again where people are just sensitive and if you don't well, say what you like? I just... and. I know that that question is a little bit different, but I, I agree. I think, it, yeah, it's there was loaded, a yeah. there was a few things in there. So you're saying like, I mean, one thing I was going to trip up on it was just historically, um, a lot of those census things and and statistically, you're right, are super skewed. But it also comes from uh, history as well and politics uh, with like what they're called redlining. Um, there's a really good uh, Vox video about um, how different areas of towns and cities um, would be almost like an outline of red where it would be the... And we'll leave that link yeah. in the source below. So in the show notes, you can click on the link and check out that yeah, video. Yeah, notes. No, it's okay. Um, <clears throat> essentially, it would just be like, if you were living um, in that area, it was the lower um, town... So it would be like once when they were selling uh, loans and houses, when they would be selling it to black people, um, that's where it, it tended to be more um, conjoined to a certain like uh, race, if you will, and black versus white. So at a certain point, um, the uh, price bracket also got skewed. And that's why a lot of times like uh, quote unquote ghettos or, you know, poor areas tend to be within that part because it's just generations um, growing up from what it used to be. And so it's uh, 
And then you have your yeah. blockbuster. So, I mean, I, I, it was a lot of housing policies, and the, the policies were severely racist. So, at a certain time, and families, you know, bringing their uh, houses, like, to different um, family members, or, like, you know, my mom dies, so I get that house, and it, just, it all skews through it. Uh, if you like history, you'll definitely like the link we uh, add. But also, to go off of that, what well, the last uh, point that you made in it, you said misrepresentation of of yeah like I think it depends on what it is and I think that you should be able to speak your truth unless it's like something that's harmful to someone I mean you should be able to have an opinion Uh, we talked about it in the Kobe Bryant episode um, about two weeks ago we'll leave the link down (laughs) there below (laughs) reference all things Uh, but there was a point where I talked about not only Kobe Bryant, where we were talking um, about Gail, who uh, Gail King, who was getting death threats, but also back uh, maybe three years, maybe three to six years ago, whenever um, Joe Paterno uh, was uh, brought up in the sex scandal for the Sandusky case. Um, people, when I lived in Pennsylvania, people were like worshipping him to a extremely god extent and when that uh, thing happened people did not want to see anything about it and even if you said like I don't I think Joe Paterno knew the whole time about the sex scandal with Sandusky and those children um, people are like how dare you people would go Ape shit on your Facebook, and like they would literally either delete you or start like huge paragraphs about why you're wrong. So there is, um, you should have the ability. You should be able to tell me your opinion too, but we should be able to talk about it without you, you know, like just completely dismissing both sides. Even now with uh, the political debates and uh, the Democrat Super Tuesday just happened. Like I enjoy having a intelligent um, calm conversation with someone as to who I may be voting for or why so that like I want to say my side and they can say their side but to just completely dismiss someone there's going to be like you know people that are moderately like I agree with this thing but I could also see that thing happening my mom uh, is always kind of the person that's like well both sides are uh, normally have done something bad or something good so Who's to say? And then, like, you either got your far left or your far right, no matter what the subject is. So everyone should have their opinion, but to what... I guess you're saying to what extent, right? I guess, yeah, to what extent and just the fact of when we have these conversations of people getting upset about Kevin Hart speaking his mind and Hannibal Ress and Lil Boosie and all these people speaking their minds... Are we talking about a small population of individuals or are we really talking about the current climate of the rest of the world? I think it's the current climate of the rest of the world. Like when you just said Lil Boosie, like it's funny, like he's he like, yes, he has a voice, but he just said what he wanted to say and how he felt and his opinion about things. And the funny thing is, he goes into Planet Fitness, gets kicked out of Planet Fitness because of what he said, because his freedom of speech. His truth of what he felt as though it was the right thing to say, he was able to speak it, and guess what? Nobody was they 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 said, I'm not feeling it. 
uh, it was wrong for you to say that, and you're not allowed in Planet Fitness. What is Planet Fitness? What, what is their, their main mission statement? Judgment-free zone. So it doesn't fucking matter what I just said. That's my freedom of speech. That's my that's my opinion. That's my truth about how I feel. I can't control what anybody else thinks about it. And whatever I said is is what I said. You get what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you can't. Some people take it so out of context. But it's funny that... I, I just found it weird because a judgment-free zone, I walk into there and you're telling me, no, I can't walk in because of what I said, because it was my truth and my opinion about things. I don't, I just don't understand. You can easily get blackballed too for saying something, even if it's not heavily, like it's your opinion, but it's not, uh, heavily, um, what's the word? Like insensitive or, um, so let's say, let's look at it like Ari Sharif, uh, who was talking about Kobe, a little insensitive, um, should he have been blackballed as a comedian because he said, like, uh, Kirby, uh, Kobe deserved it? Like, maybe. I was, it was very insensitive against the family. But let's say someone like, like, that was not a stand-up and it was not a skit. He was kind of, I feel like he was more saying it in his opinion. But comedians are hard because you look at someone like Dave Chappelle. And if you're looking at it on the level of the people that are putting out the material versus actual uh, people that are watching it, like consumers. So everyone's always out here like, oh, uh, all these millennials or young kids are all like snowflakes and they're so sensitive. Actually, most of the bigger corporations tend to be more sensitive. So at the time that um, Chappelle put out his Sticks and Stones uh, comedy act and stand up, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a zero percent in terms of uh, what they thought it like the percentage. Consumers actually gave it a ninety nine percent. So the skew of what people that were watching actually thought about it, and they thought it was great, even though it was very opinionated and almost leaned to the side of being, um, you know, uh, not kosher or PC, uh, but he was still saying what a lot of people thought. <clears throat> so that's a load of bullshit. I, I feel like that all this shit is yeah. a load of bullshit. What happens to the freedom of speech? So the fucking definition is the right to express yeah. one's opinion without censorship or fucking restraint. So I should be able to say what the fuck I want to say. Yes, I should know when to say it and what's the right appropriate time. You should be able place. to, but it depends on if someone's uh, paying. I think we're being. It doesn't matter if somebody's paying. If I feel as though, like, here I am. I'm not getting paid for this, but I want to be able to speak my opinion. Like, every fucking thing that we have talked about on here, I have my own opinion. And yet, you don't agree on it. Maybe Chance doesn't agree with it. But that's the thing. As long as I can speak my opinion and say what I want to say, and there, there should be no repercussions of that there, sure. unless I was saying it in a hateful manner I can yeah. understand that but if it's my fucking opinion let me speak my truth like you got me saying that fucking chance now you I'm agreeing with you speak my fucking truth I agree that you should be able to speak your truth it, I was it, just saying in terms of the payment like Dave Chappelle did get oh. paid a lot of money to do that show mm. so yeah. I mean in, in the terms of whoever the hell's paying him they do have a little bit just like if you go to a job daily you do have to put on that job Voice because you do get paid to be a certain way. You can't say whatever you want if you want someone to pay you because you're doing a certain thing. But 
I absolutely agree with you in terms of being able to say whatever you want as a person. You can say whatever you want on the podcast. I don't give a shit. I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, I will because I also get to say whatever I want. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not saying that you're extremely wrong. Like, if anything, sometimes I just say my opinion to balance it out because you're always playing devil's advocate with me too. So it's not like we're... (laughs) You were like, no, and I just, you I just think bring it up because I feel as though freak. No, I just felt like freedom of speech was wasn't something that 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 that's going on. What do you feel as though, Chance? I feel that at the end of the day, um, everyone has the right to say what they want, how they want, whether it's something you don't like. Uh, but before I go ahead and end this off, did you have any more truth to speak before I ended us with an annual quote with our with our with our episodic quote? Other than you know what. You guys need to stop judging other people of their opinion and maybe stop start looking at what you're doing before you judge other people. At the end of the day, for me, I should be able to say my truth and you should be able to say your truth and we should just be understanding to each other. I think we need to get to the level of understanding and not everything that is said is set in stone. Sometimes that could just be my opinion at that time because I don't have that information to uh, to elaborate more on it. And yeah, you shouldn't say shit if you don't know as much about it. But that's my fucking right to say whatever I want to say. I'm just saying, <laughs> just like this shit just gets me angry because I'm not able to fucking say what I want to say sometimes because I'm worried about what so-and-so might feel or Susie might feel offended. I don't give a shit. Like, I want to be able to say what I want to say. And I know when I, I shouldn't say it because I'm a, a fucking an adult. But... Like, you shouldn't judge me for that. Just just understand I have different opinions of things. I think, That's it. Uh, Sarah, you should have your own opinion, but you should also not need to be a dick every five seconds. I'm not saying that to either of you. I'm just saying it to the general public that, you know, wants to, like, get into an argument about everything. Like, say your opinion, have your own opinion, have your own thoughts, because you're allowed to, and, and this is America. Um, but... You know, like you don't always have to, you know, be a dick about it. All right. Absolutely. And from the words of George Orwell, if liberty means if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they don't want to hear. I'm so Sarah. I'm Chance. And I'm Jonathan. This is so about yesterday, and I know that you want to hear more of what we have to say on this topic. So we are currently getting together our Patreon, yes. so you will have the opportunity to further hear uh, what we have to say. But we know you got jobs to go to and bills to pay and stuff, um, so you can't have your freedom of speech in the comfort of your home. Uh, but yeah, but we will be working on something so you won't have a conversation like this cut off. Uh, because we are going to definitely talk further about it. Listen, and, and, uh, try not if to you want to listen to more of our content, <laughs> uh, we need to get paid too. But if we get paid, you get more swag, man. We can come up with t-shirts and stickers. And it's going to be great. So, And if we get enough money, we can come to your town Oof. and like do like a live show. Or maybe bring you in behind the scenes travel. and you get to probably yeah tell uh, tell Jonathan how much he sucks or tell me how awesome I am or tell Sarah how duh, uh, duh. <laughs> how interesting of a person she is. You're trying to be PC right now. Duh, so what the fuck duh. are you trying to do? 
But they didn't want to do it with me with da, the minority. Fuck Sarah me. something. She'll, that's your she'll freedom be something of when she gets and I, there. And I appreciate that. <laughs> so until that, uh, one more thing. Uh, when it comes to freedom of speech, please leave a comment um, on the platform you're listening to our podcast on and leave your freedom of speech. If you love what you hear, please let us know. If you, you know, just let the world know that, hey, I love so about yesterday. But anyway, Bye. love you. We'll see you later. Bye. Please exercise your freedom of speech on those comment sections. All right. Hey, everyone. If you want to know what chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey, Sarah. Love you, girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.